Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast. It is week 17, and we are here in the flesh. Your boy. Yeah. Newly 31, feeling feeling like I'm in my prime in my baseball years, you know what I'm saying? Like, 31's done in football, but in baseball, it's in your prime. Feeling 31. Happy holidays, everybody. I'm here, of course, <laughs> with both the men themselves in the studio for the first time since when? Like... It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Michael and Jason, the only two twins coming at you live for we week 17. We're getting Doug back. <laughs> Guys, Please. we have a little bit of a confession. Uh, you know, it's the holiday season. It's kind of like the off season, although we're here for you if you are one of the 4% of people who said that you have a week 17 championship on our poll. Then that's why we're here. We're here for you, right? And then change your settings next season. Then change in the next season. That's our number one goal. Like, if, if we can give you guys a Christmas present, although shout out to everyone who has won some championships, but if we, those are the Christmas presents for real. But if we can give out Christmas presents, I think one of them would be change your settings to week 16 championships. I think that's this, this Christmas present that we all need and love. Yes. With that being said, the holiday season is here and we're coming at you for week 17. The Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast begins. Here comes Brodo, here comes Brodo, right down Brodo Claus Lane. Now. Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrodoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. I know we had an Instagram post about this, but looking at the shelf of bobbleheads we have, it really is murderers row. It's murderers row. Cam Newton, Big Ben, Todd Gurley, and AJ Green. Yikes. And and Aaron Rodgers, bro. Aaron Rodgers sucked this year. And DT, who just fell off the earth. Demarius, I mean, uh, a couple of years. I mean, baby Sam is our savior. And he didn't even have that. He had kind mono of year. though. Yeah, he had mono. A baby's disease. <laughs> uh. We forgot the microphone at home because it's the holiday season, so the twins are splitting a microphone right now. It's all good, baby. baby. <laughs> they're doing they're doing their best. It's like in the middle. I feel bad because I'm the one that forgot the microphone at home, and they're the ones that have to split a mic. Timmy forgot something, huh? <laughs> uh, it's to be fair. What if the hell is your microphone gonna do upstate? Uh, come on. I assume you're gonna bring come your on, mic. People, listen to Tim right now. No brainer. <laughs> He's got a mic upstate. What's it doing upstate right, right now? Tim's mic, in your drawer. Tim's mic is 15 minutes away. My mic is four hours. Tw- 20 and 15 minutes, minutes away. 20 minutes away. And he's saying it's on me. <laughs> Tim's is 20 minutes away because he walks so damn slow. For us, it's like 12 <laughs> minutes away. Nah, 12. Get out of here. A solid 15. 15? Yeah. 20 is not that much more. It's a solid stroll pace. I know. An extra five minutes. It's is... a whole 33% more, bro. I'm a stroller. What can, I, what can I say? Quick maths. Bop, bop. Um, speaking of quick math, the math says that the, pa- that the season is kind of over. And the patrons are still patrons. So we got to give the patrons what they need. So if you are a patron, patreon.com slash brotofantasy, um, we are going to have a bunch of extra perks coming at you during the off season. Stay tuned for that. We are a year-round podcast. Um, there's going to be an extra episode just for you every week. Every week throughout the off season. Let me ask you a question, Jason. What does Bill Belichick do the day after he wins the Super Bowl? Uh, probably an exorcism. Um, 
That was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> what does Bill Belichick do the day after he wins the Super Bowl? Conjure. Con- <laughs> what does he conjure? Exorcisms. Come on. <laughs> you know the answer to this. The answer is he prepares starts, for the next season. He starts preparing for the next season, and we're here to be your Bill Belichick's because we are preparing you for next season, and we're going to give the patrons more than than we could even imagine. We're going to give you as many extras as possible, which also includes free giveaways. <coughs> but our first free giveaway, and this is a monumental moment. This is year two, like really year two, year three. But I would say our first year was like the <laughs> the minor leagues. The first year is kind of like we were in the minors just preparing. Getting, just getting in, uh, our feet wet. So, yeah, so this is our... First year is probably the worst thing we've ever done ever in our lives. I, we gave good <laughs> advice, though. <laughs> we did. It was just so bad. It was Besides a, the advice. <laughs> not formatted. Just the way. product wasn't right. as great. So now we've, we've you know sharpened the edges of our product, made it a little sharper, and we're doing a giveaway. Our first giveaway. And we have this prize that we want to give away to our fans, and here's how we want to do it. We have a signed Willis McGahee jersey. The GOAT. Guys. The Baltimore GOAT. The Baltimore GOAT. Even in Denver, had some good seasons. Not even even in Denver. I feel like most of I used Denver. to love Willis McGahee, man. Denver. He was just a good running back. He was a perennial RB1 for like four years, and then a perennial RB2 for another four years. One of the most solid fantasy people ever. If you've been playing fantasy for a long time like us, there's a chance that Willis McGahee is responsible for one of your big trophies. Fun fact. You guys talked about uh, Buffalo and Baltimore. I'm sorry, Baltimore and Denver. Buffalo, Buffalo is where he had his most True. prolific seasons. Early. Early in his career. Yeah. Yeah. Rookie, 11, 28, and 13. It's a beast season. 11, 28 yards and 13 touchdowns. Yeah. Well, he signed a jersey for us, and we're going to give it away to you guys. So shout out to Willis McGahee, and here's how you enter. You're going to go on Twitter, and you're going to take a screenshot of your championship team. And there's people who have already done that. And if you've already done that, shout out to you guys, because we love you. And do it again. (laughs) Please do it again. Yeah. And this time put hashtag in Brodo we trust, at Brodo Fantasy, so we know. And this is on Instagram stories or on Twitter, so we can see that we helped lead you to a championship. We want to know. And on top of that, you'll be automatically entered to win this Willis McGahee jersey. For those people who have already tweeted and will tweet again, you'll have two entries. So shout out to those people who have already done it. Bam, bam. Bam, ba, boom, boom, ba, bam, bam. Nickelodeon. And that's it. We'll put your... This is how... Every year, this is how we, we do our fantasy team. We put names in a hat and we draw it. I'm sorry, fantasy order, not fantasy team. And whoever just happens to have the luck of the draw that year gets the number one pick. I mean, that's how we've always done the uh, Brodo Leagues, too. Always. Maybe Before we could the... even record it this time. Have yeah. some fun with it. I'm down. And then well, that's how we'll give away the, the Willis McGahee jersey. So tweet us at in Brodo We Trust. We'll, uh, I'm sorry, no, at Brodo Fantasy. <laughs> Hashtag in Brodo We Trust. Um, and if you want to write a little message, thank you. Thank you to those of you who already wrote messages to us. Um, it was great during the holiday season to get random alerts on the phone saying, Oh, thank you so much, Brodo, for helping me win a championship. There was this one guy um, who lost almost everyone. Had two ended up ended with two players that he drafted on his roster, won a fantasy championship. And that that's the kind of stories that live in fantasy lore forever. And that's the kind of stories we hope to provide people with. So shout out to the, that guy. 
Word up. What was his name on the on? It was a, a good Twitter name. I was like, this guy has a good Twitter name. I don't recall the exact Twitter name, Tim. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up, and we're gonna give him a shout out because you're the man. Anyway, that is our contest that we're gonna run. I wish I could be in that contest, but someone beat me in the Brodo in the Brodo League. Fucker. <laughs> That's what I, we do. We give I out won our the advice. Brodo Keeper League. I'll I was in the I was in two different. Brodo Championships, I lost in one and I won in one. At least I got one under the belt. You won in one? For the Brodo League, yeah. And in, in our Keeper League. Took home the dub. He won in one or he's won in one? Both. Both. Works both ways. You could you could hear the mics sliding across the table. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, you guys want to get into these games? I kind of, what? let's talk about the holiday season for a little while. Because I feel like, you know, it's holidays... We went out to celebrate my birthday. I woke up at 1 o'clock in the afternoon yesterday. One twenty to be exact. That is nice. so outrageous for me. You have no idea. I mean, we were out to like, what, like 3, 3.30? Yeah. We could have still went. It's a good time. It's a good time. We could have still went. There was mad just drunk people having a great time at the bar. It was it was kind of packed there. Yeah, I was surprised. We had a we had a good family event, too. Had a nice, uh, every year the highlight of the, the thing is the cousins. I have, well, how many cousins do we have, 12? No. Plus, uh, plus the sips. Yeah, 12. 11. How many people was there? I mean, there's eight, just us. There's like 14 or so, I think. Something like that. Right? So, we all do a Secret Santa. And everyone, like, laughs and cheers and we guess each other's and everyone watches. It was Quality fun. gifts. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. So, had a nice time. We hope that everyone had a nice time as well. These guys, these twins... You know what they got me for my birthday? As if you guys don't know, my birthday's on Christmas. They got me an Apple Watch. They went, they went, yeah, we did. they went ham on me this week. I mean, this year. And apparently, I've reached my exercise goals for the day, which is a joke. Which I don't know why they did. They did. They got to. They got to work on that. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go home. And I'm gonna watch a YouTube video about everything. How to do it? What I watch or what do you call this thing? You could do that. They actually emailed me. You could set up a support talk if you really want to. A support talk? Yeah, like they teach you how to use it. Oh, I thought... <laughs> like yo, an Apple rep. Deadass, this, um, this is so stupid Apple of me, Watch Anonymous? I really thought that you were talking about like like a psychiatrist. Like they'll provide... Oh, they also provide like like mental support. If you get very upset <laughs> yeah, trying like to figure if, out how to work If it. you're feeling down, just like talk into it. it. It talks. Did you know that? Like I could talk on it. Like, I could have a, a conversation like I'm in Back to the Future or some shit. Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. It's local. But yeah, I got them hydro flasks. <laughs> not no, as great. Not as good. I was so good hyped gift. to get a hydro flask. I've yeah. been wanting one forever. I feel like a hydro f- flask is, not to bring price into it, but it's kind of like the best of the best, right? It's at a price point where- I mean, it's like 50 to 60 bucks. You're not trying to- Buy that for yourself. Yeah. But if someone else buys that for you, you're like, yo, fire. Yeah, that's how I felt. I got a hydro flask a couple of years ago, and I was like, yo, yes. So that's what I was thinking. Especially because Michael carries like eight water bottles to work with him. Every yeah, day. yo, you're bad for the it's environment. Some weird bro. shit. You're bad for the environment. What do you mean? I use re. Uh, I use bottles. I don't use plastic bottles. What? You use bottles like for real for bottles? Yeah. Like mini hydro flasks? Yeah. But not hydro flasks? Yeah. So that's I really I was so got hyped you to get a, a hydro gift. flask. Yeah. Nice. I had no idea. Yeah. That's that's odd. You don't have like a, a, a source of water in your workplace? There's no we don't have like a cooler <laughs> in the office. I'm not gonna go drink like Why tap you're, water. You're in New from York the, City, why not? It's like some dirty ass storage sink. I'm not gonna take water from there. <laughs> I yo, I, I drink water from the school water fountain. 
But I also Don't drink a lot of water, that. so I bring like four bottles of water with me. You are a well-hydrated person. I like to stay hydrated. <laughs> that means your pee is real clear, right? It gets clear. Good. Now good. and then. That's good. That's healthy pee. Hydro if, if you pee. guys are If you guys are peeing dark, no good. Yeah, word up. You need more hydration in your life. I literally, my motto in life is water is the key to everything. Whenever I feel myself getting sick, I just chug water. It Didn't dad say? No, he said sweat is the fountain of youth. No. I don't know. I honestly believe that water is the answer to everything. Whenever I'm dehydrated, I get sick. Hmm. Whenever I drink a lot of water, I don't. And I get dehydrated very easily. It's you weird. do. You do. I was going to say. Ask, you, ask Timmy and John. Uh, any of my brothers, I always have water with me. Always have water. And always just like has, like when he doesn't have water, always is like dried up. Like you dry, your nose dries up. Because it we, turns out Jason's allergic to like a million different things. So his nose is stuffy often. So he needs to stay hydrated. But yeah. Interesting. So we all drink a lot of water. <laughs> I don't know how this conversation got to where it was. Hydroflask. I feel like we were just having a... a a brother conversation just with microphones in front of us. That's what the people want. <laughs> um, you guys want to talk about fantasy for a little while? I guess so. Kind of, right? Uh, just a little programming note besides the contest that we're running. Next week, we're going to have our award show. That's right. The Brodies. I just named that right now. The Brodies. What do you think? That works. Yeah, right? The Brody Awards. Um, the Dundies. We're going to be giving you each a nominee for a different award from... Great awards like fantasy MVP to some funny awards. We haven't I, uh, we haven't we haven't came up with the awards yet. We gotta listen to last year, see what I we did feel last like year and then the same. Lamar Jackson should just be excluded. No. I mean but Lamar Jackson's like the answer to everything. No, it's not. No, no. No, no. The categories are not gonna be like you're gonna you're gonna have categories that exclude Lamar Jackson. I don't know. Lamar Jackson, Michael Thomas, and Christian McCaffrey are gonna be the answers to everything unless we come up with something without them. We will. We will. Why are you telling the people like, this is not going to be good? I mean, Telling Michael Thomas, Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> and Lamar Jackson are having three of the best seasons of all time. I mean, that's probably going to be the three positions. the three nominees for Fantasy MVP. But there will be other things like best rate late round flyer is not going to be. Jackson. I mean, Lamar Jackson, <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. But it's not going to be those nah, three like there. DJ Chark and Terry Right, McLaurin. right, 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 yeah. Best backup tight end. Best rookie blank. Best streamer, whatever. You're not streaming Lamar Jackson. So, gosh, Michael, I can't believe I got to convince you to, about our schedule. I mean, our special over here. This is not. This, what is? What is this? What is this? What is oh, this well. crap? I'm <laughs> just saying those three like set records. They are. I mean, they do. And it, we're gonna, it's gonna be. But you guys are gonna get to vote. So maybe Michael's wrong. Um, what's gonna happen is on Monday we're gonna release the um, nominees. You guys are gonna vote on Twitter, and we'll even throw up a poll on Instagram. And then, brow, 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 we announce the winners on Thursday. And then we get into the offseason, starting with the rookies right away, starting with what to look for. We're going to be talking about the playoffs. So if you're DFS players, we'll be giving you our plays for the playoffs. Holla at your boy. Yeah. Playoffs, uh, all because it's not season long anymore. We still know our stuff. Right. And we'll still we'll be playing DFS too. So, I mean, we're not going to give you... Usually when you get a DFS show, it's like, this guy's only going to be 12% owned and you should play him in these four tournaments. And Nah, we're not going to do that. We're going to give you the guys we think are going to do well, the guys we think are going to do bad. Yeah. The guys who we think are going to have a, a blow-up game and the guys... So we're not going to give you, oh, this guy is going to do... Or going to go 4x value on DK times 12. Like, no, that's not what we're doing here. <laughs> but we're going to give you our good plays and our bad plays for DFS. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, shout out to what's coming, and then also, you know, last year we had a lineup of special guests in the off season, planning on having that exact same lineup. Well, not the exact same uh, people, um, but we'll, we'll ask some people to come back on. Probably most of the people will, will want back on. Yeah, and then, guests last yeah, year. and then add to that list even more. Hopefully, grow it even more. Um, yeah, and that's it. So stay tuned. Uh, Patreon.com slash BrotoFantasy. BrotoFantasy.com. Uh, let's get into our first game. What do you guys say? You said that. I said it like three times. There. Huh? You said that as if we were going to have a drop. Game number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donnie H. We didn't have the review episode this week. We Shout out Donnie H. Yeah, uh, we should. We should. Damn. I forgot my computer, too, which has the soundboard. I mean... You're just a bad person. I'm just a really bad human right now. Bad to the bone. I think it's because I got drunk probably five out of seven days last week. That's what you do during the holidays. It's crazy. Yo, I feel like a, the fattest I've ever been. But I'm not. But Gotta I feel hit a like hard it. diet, bro. Me hard you. diet. Probably gonna get a wine drunk tomorrow. It's our mom's birthday tomorrow. No, I'm definitely gonna get wine drunk tomorrow. <laughs> Yo, Jason, how do you how'd you stay skinny during this whole process of law school, bro? Honestly, I I've gained weight since I got back here. It's so I mean, Jason doesn't really have time to eat. He just studies. Yeah, but he doesn't have time to work out I either. Up, and he still looks I like... I wake up in the morning like, and the I... Fuck? So the days that I have to rush out, I just throw like two Eggos on and I eat that. Skizzy, eating only Eggos and you're um, skinny. The Are days you that me? I don't need to wake if up I eat an Eggo, I gain three pounds the next I day. I make eggs. And then I'm every day for lunch, I have a piece of chicken with vegetables that I cook on Sunday. So I prep my lunch. And then for dinner, I have either... A, a pork chop or a tuna steak or something with some vegetables. Jason, you're a serial killer is what you're telling me. Real quick though, Tim, <laughs> and everyone out there, if you never had a cinnamon toast ego, go pick up some cinnamon nah, toast egos. Let's look, 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 don't tell people to poison Look, they're like not that. great for you, but you got to at least try it once in your life. Cinnamon toast egos were a staple in this household for years. They were. They were. If you're a fan of like... McDonald's egg McMuffins oh or whatever God. they're called. Yeah, Dude. cinnamon toast eggs. Yo, cinnamon toast eggs. Soak that shit in syrup. Put oh some put some Stop. eggs in between. Maybe some sausage or bacon too. Oh bacon. yeah, my mouth is water. Yo, bacon plus maple syrup is ba- maybe the. You best guys want to do the rest of this episode without me, so I could go make us some McMuffins. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's trying to. You mean McGriddles, not McMuffins. McGriddle, Coca Cola. <laughs> That's an inside joke. So, um, yeah, you want to talk about fantasy football or what? We're, we're like sure, sure. Let's we're do blinded it. I mean, it's week the, seventeen, man. I know this is what blinded week seventeen. This is what week seventeen light. football is. It's just like okay, I guess it's still here. Not, I mean, not for teams. Not, not I shouldn't say football. Fantasy football. And there's like four meaningful games this week. Uh, More than four, dude. What? Uh, I mean, and like the bad, the what, bad. What games are meaningful? I mean, the bad teams are also, they're going to play their starters, like Packers, Lions, right, Packers, count. Lions is going to Chargers, gonna Chiefs, Dolphins, Patriots. These yes. all count. Bears, uh, Bears, Vikings, the Bears are something to play for. Saints, Panthers, the Niners, Seahawks. So you guys are just going to name every game. That's the plan here. Nah, they just there's, there's going to be teams that have something to play for. But Jason, again, is talking about like, he's talking about like in terms of watching the games. Some of the playoff implications at this point. It's week 17. There's some big playoff implications. Yeah, and a few games. And a few games. All right, let's get into them. Packers, Lions. Um, there's playoff implications here. The Packers, if they win, have a chance to get that bye week in the AFC, uh, NFC uh, playoffs. So, I mean, that's Giants. You want to play in Lambeau as much as you can. More importantly, you want the bye. Right? So, Michael, you're driving me crazy. 
Michael's playing catch over on the side with a Packers helmet. Um, Packers Brown. Is it a Packers helmet? It is. I, yeah, see? Psh, I already know. Um, what, what, where was I? Talking about the Packers. Packers Brown. Um, Packers against these Lions. The Lions have been a rotating door of rotation in terms of just guys just rotating into wide receiver one slots over and over and over again against them. But the Packers have been a Devontae Adams-led show, and that's really it. Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, I think no problem playing in this game. Um, what are some other guys that could that could impress? Uh, I wouldn't really want to trust anyone except Devontae Adams and uh, Aaron Jones, like you said, because they have like 90% of the bulk of production on that team this season. 90% and of the bulk? Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Sure. But, I mean, but yeah, I mean, Jamal Williams is kind of slowly – fall into a number two role rather than like a 1A, 1B, it seems. Uh, then you got guys like MVS and Geronimo Allison who just continue to be no ones. Alan Lazard has been bumped up to the number two role there. So he's he's the only one maybe you could try to use as like a, a super desperate flex if you need to. Maybe you have uh, Dalvin Cook or someone who's going to sit during the playoffs. Feeling stuff on Diggs. Yeah, maybe if those guys are going to sit, you could just uh, maybe stick him in there. But Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, and even Aaron Rodgers, who's been super up and down, and his bads have been pretty bad for fantasy. Detroit is an absolute joke, so yeah. you should be able to trust him as well. Um, What about the Lions? Uh, can you trust anyone this Lions? With, look, the Packers are going to play their starters. They have too much to play for. Um, If I'm a coach here from the Packers, I'm like, look, if we can't beat a 3-11 team and lock up a first-round bye, then we don't deserve it. So, like, you're playing this week to get a bye week. That's why you're not taking a bye week. You know what I'm saying? So, I think it's too much. I think they're going to go to the end of the game. You're not going to see any, like, anyone taken out. So, with that being said, Lions against the Packers, a motivated Packers squad. Zadarius Smith, by the way, not getting enough love for Defensive Player of the Year honors. This is a good Packers defense, and that guy completely takes over games. I yeah, love he's Zadarius been a beast Smith. So, um, yeah, what do you think? Lions, any Lions? I, it was interesting to see on Johnson come back and actually get a solid amount of work at 11 touches last week. I wouldn't want to trust him. Um, he's probably available on waiver wires, or you picked him up last week if you're considering starting him this week. But I wouldn't want to trust him this week. Green Bay is a good defense. Honestly, the only person I'm, I'd start from this team is Kenny, Kenny Galladay. Yeah. And even so, it's not the best matchup. And he's going to have to catch a touchdown because David Blau is not carrying anyone. Um, let's go over to the next game, Jets at the Bills. So this one is interesting because Sean McDermott said, oh, yeah, most of the starters are going to play. The problem is that when someone says that, a lot of people run with that in fantasy like it's a good thing. I beg to differ. I think when he says most of the starters are going to play, we're not interested in most of the starters. We're interested in the in the 1% of those starters, the not the 1%, but like the, the – <laughs> The wide receivers, the running backs, and the quarterbacks. And I can't imagine Josh Allen plays that long. He's he, uh, Sean McDermott said we're going to see some Matt Barkley in that game. Can't imagine Devin Singletary. They're done if Devin Singletary goes down. Can't really imagine John Brown taking too many I don't routes. Know. I'm interested to see if they play Devin Singletary. What are they going to do, don't ride think Frank Gore? Yes. That was an old fuck. Yeah, but it's 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 a who cares game. And There's literally young. They probably want to get him. There is work. no playoff impl- implications in this game whatsoever. I know. I'm just saying. Uh, nah. I, I That's their season, bro. I think it's more likely we see Singletary out there for a while than the other starters. If I had to guess, I'd say Singletary plays like the first half. But do you but want that's, that? That's, that's, you this is why that. you don't have Week 17 championship matchups, folks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It'll be very hard to trust any of the 
uh, Bills. Cause say Josh Allen on the first drive gets hit hard on like a rollout, and he like kind of just like grabs his leg or something, and you could tell it's not serious. But then they they might just be like, screw this, and take him out right away. And then you had one drive of Josh Allen. Like it's it's too risky when it comes to games like this. I I think you're gonna get one drive of Josh Allen tops. I think he comes out right right away. I don't even know why they put him out for a drive, honestly. But let's let's focus that because I think one of the guys that is going to be off is Tre'Davious White, right? They're probably not going to play. So how do you feel about this Jets team that wants to end the season on a positive note? A lot of hate out there for the Jets because their offense hasn't been there. But if you take away the the five games that Darnold didn't play, and then you also take away the debacles. Of when he was gone. The Jets have been a solid offense for the majority of the games. Did they have some duds? Yes, but they were against good defenses. Five and two the last seven games. And a lot of people don't see that because the Jets were such a laughing stock without Darnold. Under Darnold, they were, they were 500. So got to remember, week one, they almost beat the Bills. And it's and it probably Darnold. And he had mono. Exactly. That had something to do with his fatigue at the end of the game. And the Bills are a good team. They've been proven to be a good team. It's not like a, a letdown like people might have thought. So you finish the season on 79. You you look, you saw Sam Darnold last year thrived in week 17. Um so the question is can you play some Jets? And I think the answer is yes. I mean, Darnold and Robbie have a great connection right now. That touchdown catch against the Steelers was beautiful. Robbie wants to get paid. Yeah. And if Tredavious White's going to be out, you can give Robbie Anderson a shot. I think Jameson Crowder has a good game. What about Lev Bell? I think he's the one that you are iffy on. I mean, he's been just super mediocre for weeks now, so I, I just treat him as a mid-RB2, mid-to-low-end RB2. But, again, he'll likely get the volume because, I mean, there's no nothing I, saying that the Jets are going to sit their players. He's the one guy that I could see Gay saying, let's save you for next year. Yeah. I mean, it's a crapshoot. I wouldn't be surprised if he also just randomly plays one drive or if he gets 20 carries. You don't know. Last time I'm going to say this, I think, I think Gase needs another shot. I know I'm not in the majority here, but I think Gase... Look, this team won, what, four games last year? The year before that, they won four games. The year before that, they won, what, five games? The year before that, four games? Like, this has been a perennial loser. He's got him at seven and nine with his starting quarterback missing five games. That's what he did with the Dolphins every year. Yes, the Dolphins... <laughs> but the Dolphins always overachieved. I'd like to see a good roster on, on this guy. I mean, I'd rather see this guy with a good roster. Give Sam Darnold a second year in his system, and let's see what happens. Yes, I agree. So I'm I'm kind of excited to have Gase back. One of the things they're going to be auctioning off possibly is an Adam Gase signed jersey. Yep. Do you want to keep that or do you want to auction that off? No, we could auction that off. I don't know how, how attached you were to that. You think I'm attached to an Adam Gase signed jersey? Yeah, why not? It's cool. It is, but no, we could auction it off. I mean, when we say auction, just give it away for free. Well, yes, give it away for free. Yeah, on, with the contest. Like uh, what we're doing with the Willis McGahee jersey. Exactly. Listen to the beginning of the episode if you missed that. <laughs> um... Let's go to the next game, the Dolphins and the Patriots. The Patriots are going to be playing their guys. Uh, the Dolphins are going to be wanting to beat the Patriots at home. Um, the Dolphins always do, do seem to pull out a game against the Patriots. The Patriots have home field advantage on the line. Again, uh, they could lose it if they lose this game, so they'll be playing their guys. And It's been a while since the Patriots had to actually like play on Week 17, and they kind of play anyway on Week 17, even when they don't have to. So you know they're going to play on Week 17. Um I think Julian Edelman is a scary proposition because he's kind of hurt and he's old and he might start the game and then end up leaving halfway through. Uh, I, 
I don't even know what to do with Julian. Edelman Miles. was going to be my note as well because I've been saying it every week. We see this guy ranked in the top 10, and there's just no way he ends in the top 10. Like, they people rank him there because he's a good play. You're going to start him. But he's not going to end there. He's a wide receiver, too. He's been putting up wide receiver two numbers, and Miami seems like a great matchup. But like you said, it's it's going to be tricky. Uh, who knows if they're going to let him play the whole game if they take early lead? They might just uh, want to use their rushing attack the entire game. Maybe try to get Nikhil Harry more acclimated before they get to the playoffs. There's a few uh, variables going against Edelman here. Yeah, Rex Burkhead also just his role has continued to grow again now too. So it's the random Rex Burkhead blow of games. It's back to being like a three headed backfield. It looks like that's what they always say. He's gonna get two touches for two yards next game. I don't know. He was one of the main cogs. I know, last but week for them, he does that like three times a game. He's the main cog, and then he takes three, three games off, and then he's the main cog, and then he takes three games off. Yeah, but I mean this. But at this point, we know the Patriots' offense. It's a dink and dunk offense. No one really excites me at all. But they're gonna play their starters, which means you likely have to play them too. I mean, so, I mean, Sony Michelle, I think is a good play. Sony Michelle against Miami. You hope it's a good play. Last time he played Miami, he stunk it up. That's what Sony Michelle has done this year. So he's super risky. He's more of a flex play in my opinion. And then James White has also he has what one big one huge game after we were making fun of him is when he had his huge game. Yeah, that's all he's had that one huge game, and then he's like we say between eight and twelve points basically uh, every week. But James White went from the most consistent fantasy player ever to the most inconsistent. He'll yeah. go, he went like thirty nine, and then he went two and four around it. Yeah, so it's tough to trust those guys. Um, what about the Dolphins against the uh, number one Patriots defense? You have to start Devontae Parker. Yep. You, you you were talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick who. Has history playing against the Patriots as when he was on the Jets and now with Miami too. And he doesn't care if Stephon Gilmore is on the I field. I was going to say no, no. Stephon He's going to throw to Devontae sphere. Parker anyways. So I mean, last time they played against New England, Devontae Parker saw seven targets, so. no catches. But that was with Josh Rosen at QB, I believe. Uh. Right? I believe it was Josh Rosen week two. So, I mean, I'm starting Devontae Parker because he's been a stud for weeks now. Yo, I love Ryan Fitzpatrick, man. People still believe in Josh Rosen. I, I still believe in Josh ridiculous. Rosen. Ridiculous. Why do you say it's ridiculous? Look at what Ryan Fitzpatrick is doing. All right, he's a different style They're, of player. The Dolphins are legitimately a decent team. There's a guy I, I follow on Twitter. He's a great follow. Ian Harwitz. Hurwitz. He posted uh, a, a, like a, a collage of dimes that Josh Rosen dropped right in the bread baskets of wide receivers that went for nothing. All right, good for him. I'm just he saying. a couple good throws. I'm just saying it's he's a bad team. I think it's a bad team. Yeah, I think the fact that Josh too, Rosen. Kyler Murray's doing. I know it's a new system. Yeah. He was on a bad team Fitz last year. Doing, got, he got dude. sacked more than anyone else. How many times are you going to give this guy a chance? How many times are you not going to give him a chance? He, when you're a bum every single time you go out on the field. He was not a bum every time. He was a bum. Aye, aye, aye. A bum. He's been pretty bummy. He's a second-year guy in, which, for the literally the two worst franchises in the world. I mean, it's a little harsh. I mean, besides the Bengals. The Dolphins aren't the worst franchise anymore. Why not? Because Fitz got them competing every fucking week. He does. I mean, I, did I say he's as good as, as Fitz? No, I did not say that. <laughs> I just said, why are you giving up on him like he sucks? Because I think he you sucks. You don't know yet. No, I think he sucks. I think he flashed enough to me to give him a chance as a backup quarterback on my team. Timmy's just waiting for Jarrett Stidham to take over the reins in New England. What, you think I'm? you think I'm... You think I'm still not on that? I know. That's fun, too. 
Why is that fun? Oh, uh, you just like bad quarterbacks. Why do you think? Jer- what? How much Jared <laughs> Stidham? Bisky, how much Jared, Jared Stidham, Stidham have you watched? Enough to know that he was a sixth round pick. <laughs> what does that mean? He wasn't a sixth round pick. He was a fourth round pick. No, he wasn't. A yes, he was. Pick. He was a fifth round pick. Google at it, most. Jason. He was a fourth round pick. I watched Hey Rookie, Welcome to the NFL. I had my fair share of Jason Stidham. Jared fever. Jared Stidham fever. Fourth round pick. I know. I followed him. Whatever. And I, I he, saw it made me scout him. I like I scouted him. I watched tape on Jerry Stidham. He's fucking nice. Problem is he's a little short. All right, well, fine. let's move on from the Jared Stidham talk. All right. You're not starting Jared Stidham. But I mean I watched that Auburn was a great team, so I've I've seen Jared Stidham play. I just like messing with you. But I mean fourth round QBs I mean, Mitch, don't really I mean, have a great track record. I mean Mr. Trubisky was a bad call. <laughs> <laughs> I can finally admit it. The season's <laughs> over. It sucked. But that's funny, because the next game is the Bears, the Vikings, in order. What? What a transition. Wow, wow, we And are. I think Mr. Trubisky has a phenomenal game. I would I would be comfortable streaming him. A phenomenal game is quite something to say, guys. I th- the Vikings are sitting most of their starters. Trubisky is playing to literally be the starter next year or not. He's one of the most questioned quarterbacks in the league. And he is coming off two absolutely atrocious games. Coming off two really bad games after hitting a hot streak. He's going to have all his starters out there. He was using his legs again, and he was still completely atrocious. Bad game last week, all around. Terrible. I think he comes out and he plays well in this game. I don't. Well, up against the backups for the Vikings? I, I mean, look, we're talking about a guy who they're out of the playoffs. There's a bunch of question marks if he's going to be the QB going into next so season So what do you think that's going to bring out of him? There's going to be just a bunch of dejected offensive players like, oh, we have to play this Week 17 game, in my opinion. I think it's going to be ugly. I don't know if you you got a bunch of people in that. So David, David Montgomery Mon- has been a bum, right? So David Montgomery has a lot to prove still. Anthony Miller he wants to take a step up. Allen Robinson is having one of the, probably his best season as a pro, one of his best statistical seasons. He probably wants to add to his personal statistics. Allen Robinson's the only one I like in this game because Xavier all roads lead to the end zone and Trey Wayne suck. So I mean I'm starting Allen Robinson happily. I think I'd start but Anthony not, Miller and Mr. Trubisky, I wouldn't too. Be great about Mr. I wouldn't feel great about Mr. Trubisky by any means. Jason, what are your thoughts on this? I'd probably pass up on Mitch. I'll make a bet with you guys since uh, I bet Mitch is a QB1 this week. Deal. Michael's in, too. All right. Uh, this start the, start the year with Mitch, end the year with Mitch. I'll probably lose both. Um, so, I mean, we talked about the Bears We also now. have to have a bet recap episode. We do. We will. Uh, the, I didn't get in enough of those this year. The Vikings. The Vikings. The Vukongs. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, my picking a guy to score a touchdown streak extended to seven last week with the touchdown of Marlon. Who's Mack. scoring a touchdown this week? Marlon. Who's scoring a touchdown this week? I'll tell you as we as we go on. I'll tell you as we go on. Right. Uh, the Vikings are not playing their starters, so the question is like, Mike Boone, is that like he he killed a lot of teams last week? Like a lot of teams are gonna have Mike Boone on their dartboards because people thought I got an RB one. They were sitting good players for him. That that was pretty hilarious. Like there were some people out there who sat Aaron Jones for Mike Boone. Ah, uh, nah. Like, come on. If that's the case, you're obviously just really overthinking things. Half point PPR. He Look, was the RB two this year. I had Mike Boone as we a, nailed that preseason prediction. We did. I had Mike Boone. He was my uh, love in the third round. I was looking over that the other day. It's pretty spot on with my. We'll, love we'll go hates. over. We'll go over everything. Like we'll have a recap episode the way we do a Monday recap episode. But my like, hate like, in the first round was David Johnson. A oh. year in review, like a year in review. Yeah, but 
yeah, Mike Boone. I mean, I had him as a mid RB two because I knew there was some risk going along with it, but there was also some huge upside, man. Like we saw what Cook and Madison were doing. This is a run first team. Gary Kubiak, uh, the running back whiz. So there was a lot of upside. All these people out here taking victory laps about how Mike Boone didn't play well. All right, congrats. Like it, everything. It, there was a. It was a good situation, and that's what you were bet, betting on. And obviously, it didn't work out. But this week, I mean. If you want to put him in your flex or RB2 spot again, I'm not going to hate it because they're not going to play Cook or Madison. So this is a guy who's probably going to get a bunch of work again. Amir Abdullah is going to get mixed in, but Boone is still like the lead guy. So I wouldn't hate it if you put him in your flex. Right. But yeah, you can't play Cousins. You can't play Diggs. You can't play Thielen, Cook. Because like now they're saying they're probably going to sit the starters. If they don't, probably play one drive. So, I mean, it's... And so I'll maybe play Laquan Treadwell in your flex as a super dart throw if he just becomes the number one guy. Nah. But I mean, because yeah. Cousins not starting. So yeah, exactly. So who's the backup there? That's a good question. I'm not even sure. Can't, let's let's find out. Vikings. Christian Ponder. Yeah. I'm kidding. He's, no, he's out of the he's out of the league now. Man, there were some really bad picks. Trevor Simeon. No way. No, that's he's on the Jets. Yeah. What are you talking about? Sean Mannion. Sean Mannion, former, Sean Mannion, former, former Rams great. Los Angeles Ram, yeah. Yes. Well, before they were the, he was a St. Louis Ram, I feel like, Sean Mannion. Yeah. Um All right, let's go to our next game then. Uh if this app brings me to the right place, I'm going to act like I know what I'm doing right here. Da, 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 da. Chiefs and Chargers playing each other. The Chiefs playing go for Go Chargers go. Ay, ay, ay. The Chiefs playing for a first round bye possibly. Uh, they need some things in front of them to happen. They need some good teams to lose. The Chargers are, you know, they are. They look like they packed it up last week. This team looks like they're on vacation. Chargers blow my mind. They've been on vacation, the Chargers. So uh, this is how the Chargers do it. Open and close windows. Phillip Rivers says he wants to return next year. Probably going to be wanting, wanting to prove something. But the Chiefs' defense has been an absolute buzzsaw the past couple weeks. The Chiefs' secondary actually finishes with the, the second least points allowed to fantasy wide receivers on the year. Keenan Allen, though, um, look, the dude has been a second-half monster. Um, you're probably going to have to play him. How do you feel about Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, the passing options? That's what Keenan Allen does. He's inconsistent, but he always ends as like a top-12 wide receiver. Yeah. And there are high ups and very low downs. That's this is the last time I'm I'm picking Keenan Allen on one of my fantasy teams. Can't blame you, honestly. He's gonna have the numbers, but it's gonna hurt yeah. you in the process. Uh, Mike Williams should be another person you add to that never draft list because so, someone explain the Mike Williams love to me. Anyone? Well, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Mike Williams was one of my biggest fades this season. So I mean, I don't know what to tell you there. I think that the people who were on Mike Williams in the preseason, and I was not on him at ADP, but I didn't dislike him. Um, we're thinking this is a guy who scored 10 touchdowns, and they are going to need some kind of red zone presence again. And they just completely changed his role, and they gave him Travis Benjamin's role. They just they just put him in that Travis Benjamin role. And Betting no on sense. touchdowns is never a good idea. It's not, but at the same time, when you have a monstrous guy like Mike Williams, it's good to bet on him rather than someone else. Like Kenny Galladay led the league in touchdowns this year. I don't know, but the Chargers, I said it in the beginning of the season, the Chargers aren't a wide receiver two team. The Chargers are a wide receiver one, running backs, tight ends, and then wide receiver two team. He's the fourth option at best, Mike Williams. Yeah. 
And that's what he's been producing like this season, a fourth option. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Basically. I mean, he's gotten hotter of late, but I wouldn't really. Uh, KC, like you said, their defense has been much improved. Their passing defense, their outside has just been great. So it's tough to trust them as more than a wide receiver three. Melgo and Eckler are the two people I like the most in this game. Because KC gets beat on the ground, I expect them to try to use them in the passing game too. But yeah, the Chargers have been a mess this season. It's the Chargers are just that team that always looks good on paper and just never lives up to it. It's so strange. Um, what about the running back situation? Melgo, Austin Eckler, um, Melgo playing for a contract next year. I think his days as a Charger are done. It should be. And if that's the case, tune into Brodo because Brodo is going to. Pound into your head all offseason that Austin Eckler is going to be a steal third round pick next year. And nah, he's just going to be higher than that. Nah, I think he's going to be. People keep sleeping on Austin Eckler. Nah, if they don't add another running back, I'm taking Eckler at the end of the first. You guys, Austin Eckler is going to be like the fifth overall pick if yeah. they don't add a running back. You think so? Absolutely. I wow. think if they draft a running back like in the third round Maybe. or something, then what you're saying might come to fruition. I think not. Nah, I think it'll be like a, a David, not David Montgomery, a. Uh, Damian Williams like type. Aaron Jones. Damian Williams, Aaron Jones type approach. No, and he's going to be that, higher than that. See, we are going to tell you to draft him everywhere. So listen to like us. Like we did this year. Like we did this year. And he ended up being the number two running back overall in PPR formats. So shout out to Austin Eckler who had to go through that. And he's such a humble He's like dude. one of the best receiving backs of all time. And the Chargers just insist on using Melvin Gordon more. Well, they're not going to next year. But both these guys playing for something next this year. Um, what yeah, do you think? I'd start them both as high end RB twos. Yeah, me too. Um, let's go. I just want to say something about Damian Williams real quick, though. Yeah, because I'm guessing you were just gonna go over to KC now, and we're talking about running backs. Yeah, this dude's expert consensus ranking right now is like 25th, and that's just mind boggling to me. As if he didn't have 16 rush attempts last week for KC. I have him squarely as a high to mid RB two, so I don't understand why people are. Scared away. He came back and he just took over that lead role again. Like 16 rushes on KC and a, uh, three or so receptions, I believe. Yeah, three receptions. 19 touches for the Chiefs is yeah. nice. And it's kind of like... against the Chargers, who have been beat on the ground. Well, I, I was shocked when I saw Damian Williams' ranking. You know, it's it's funny, too, because um, it's like Andy Reid breathed a sigh of fresh air when he came in. Like, he was so hesitant to give any of the running backs any work. And he just gave him 19 touches. No problem. Hey, Andy I have a good running back He wants again. a workhorse. Been yeah. saying it all year. He yes, I, health has gotten in the way. Um, but it's the truth. All right, let's go on to our... Actually, Ty, Tyreek Hill, Pat Mahomes. We're playing them. Travis Kelsey, yeah. Let's move Travis on. Kelsey. You don't play Sammy Watkins. You should know that by now. Um, Browns and the Bengals in a game that honestly doesn't matter for each team. The Browns... Ugh, this one is tough because you don't know what the hell is going to go on in terms of playing players. Um, Let me ask you a question. If you are a owner of the Browns or just any anyone related to the Browns, would you like honestly I think this year was like worst case scenario. Like would you have rather had this season or another 0 16 season? With this roster this season. <laughs> like you can't go 0 16 with this roster. No, like I would rather have had them just keep it all crashed down for another season. Getting this roster and having this type of season, I think, is worst case scenario. It was an their their season was an absolute joke when it was supposed to be finally the turnaround of the Cleveland Browns football team. It just it's terrible, and now Freddie Kitchens still has a job for some reason. 
That was a bad move. I think. I mean, they they said he's gonna come back next year. No, they have not said that. They haven't said that. So he has a job because it's week seventeen. But you don't know if it's. Remember, Black Monday is the Monday right after the season's over because there's no Monday night games and there's no Thursday night and there's no Saturday. It's all Sunday this, this week. That's it's called Black Monday for a reason. It's dark. People get fired. So I think he'll be on the chopping block. But with that being said, Baker Mayfield, I guess. You could stream him, but he's been trash all year. I mean, I think he has one more touchdown than interception on the season. I don't know what happened there. Uh, OBJ. That's the biggest That's the biggest thing for me. Out of all the things, the regression of Baker Mayfield is what I am most disappointed about as a Browns fan because at the end of last year, he looked like a superstar. He didn't look he like did. just a good player. He looked like a player that could do anything he wanted at any time. I mean, he set the record for most touchdown passes as a rookie. Me and Jason were distraught. When he went to Cleveland because we wanted the Jets to draft him so bad. Yeah. I have no idea what happened this season. Literally none. I think I think it's like, bad yeah, coaching. Yeah, there's some blame on Freddie Kitchens. I think it's, that's what it is. I think it's the blind leading the blind. He it's also bad just does not look like he's good when you watch him. I mean, he has no time and he got nervous in the beginning of the year. And he's his dropbacks are to the point like, again, I'm going to say it again. Brent Coleman has one of the best YouTube channels there is. And he dissects what's wrong with Baker Mayfield. And he takes 30 minutes out of a video to say what. And one of the things is he's just taking this extra hop step on his seven-step drops. And his left tackle can't block because of that. And it's that's the little things. that That's not Baker Mayfield's fault. That's coaching. And that's what happens when you have a coach with no experience leading a team that is volatile. It's the blind leading the blind. And it's something that... Although I thought the Browns were going to end at seven and nine, and, and those, that was my last prediction, I mentioned that this is this is what could happen with this combination. The Browns are going to hire Mike McCarthy. You think so? I I don't I don't think that's a bad idea. I think they want a veteran guy with a known presence that can corral the team, even if he's not the best for innovative play calling. I I do but not yo, think that's a bad idea. Shout with- out to Mike McCarthy too, because people are like making fun of him because he's trying to learn. Like, he's, he's been spending this entire year, like, trying to learn the new age analytics and shit. And really, the, the fault thing? for this guy was that he's not up to date. Right. So, shout out to Mike McCarthy. I hope he has success when he does come back. Did, is that a thing? You don't I see people that doing that. Yeah, it's a thing. Like, you don't see people do that. Usually, you see these coaches who just say, this is what I do and this is how I do it. And Mike McCarthy, even though he's had a lot of success in the league in the past, it's like, I need to update the way I coach. And he's doing it. Yeah. So, it's... Pretty cool to see. Ah, that would be a good fit. <clears throat> I mean, we'll see. Um, yeah. Do, do we talk about the players yet? No. Um, uh, what about the players? OBJ is just a joke this season. Another guy who I have no idea how that happened. But Jason's putting a helmet <laughs> on all the bobbleheads right now. A Stop. Jets helmet on baby Sam. <laughs> so cute. It's week 17. It was week 17. But OBJ, yeah. You want to put him as your wide receiver three? Sure. But it looks like his ceiling is about 12 points. So couldn't have fun with that. Jarvis Landry's the play here as a wide receiver too. Wouldn't really want to trust Baker. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt I both like this week um, as RB1 and RB2 options. So, I mean, they don't have much to play for, but obviously you're not starting David Njoku. So, I mean, all, all these guys I think they come with a limited ceiling at this point. David Njoku is interesting because he's been a healthy scratch the last two weeks. Yeah. So I wonder what's going on there. Um, the Bengals... Uh, yeah. Tyler Boyd is a stud when Andy Dalton is quarterback. Tyler Boyd's a stud. Joe Mixon's a stud. Um, Joe Mixon and was sick last week. This is why Tyler Boyd was one of my favorite picks at ADP this season. 
Because if Andy Dalton just kept the damn job all season, yeah, he would have been. And they didn't have to go with Ryan Finley. He would have had games like he had last week against Miami because Andy Dalton's actually a good quarterback. Almost every game, I wouldn't say good. That's loose, but almost every game. You don't think Andy Dalton's a good NFL quarterback? He's decent. Like the twelve to eighteen range of quarterbacks. Nah, 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 nah. nah. You're bugging. No, not twelve to eighteen. You kidding? Who's ahead of what eighteen quarterbacks are ahead of Andy Dalton? Do you want me to start? Are we asking just like? If we had a if we needed a quarterback for today, you're just like on a team right now. Like, like if you're starting, like if you need a quarterback as an NFL team, Andy Dalton isn't in the top 18 QBs no. currently in the league. No, all right, let's go. Definitely not. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you're gonna start Patrick with Aaron Rodgers, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson uh, Drew, Brees. Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, <laughs> Matt. Sam Darnold is better Sam than Andy da- Josh Allen. Josh Allen's better. I know that Josh Allen. I know. Come it's on, crazy, Josh Allen's better. Just go down divisions. Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> no, not Ryan Fitzpatrick. Come All right, on. fine. We'll give you Ryan Fitzpatrick. Does Big gonna, Ben count? Tom Brady, yes. Tom Brady, obviously. Does Big Ben count? Daniel Jones. No. Da- you'd rather have and- Andy Dalton than Daniel Jones? If I need a quarterback right now, Andy Dalton's a better QB for than one Daniel game, Jones. For one game or for a franchise? Or for, for one season. I'm saying as a current NFL quarterback, if you were just ranking the quarterbacks Daniel Jones. generally, Daniel Jones. you're ranking Daniel Jones higher than Andy Dalton. Daniel Jones Without has the future ab- outlook, just current QB skills. That's crazy. You're still not going to match it. We have Ryan Tannehill. Carson Wentz. Deshaun Ryan Watson, Tannehill. Dak, Deshaun Watson. Wentz, Dak, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Like, you're bugging. Jameis? Jameis? Yes. Yes, Jameis. Who else? I know we're missing OD, too. Like... Did we even say Tom Brady? Because I'm picking Tom I Brady. I said Tom Brady. But that's it. That, that, now we're at like 15. No, we're not. I'm taking Dalton over Rivers at the way Rivers is playing. You're bugging. Rivers, uh, what's his name? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is better. I'm taking Kyler Murray over him. Kyler Murray's better. Jimmy Garoppolo's better. Come on, Michael. You're at like 22 right now. You guys are right all over Andy Dalton. Right yes, now. because he deserves to be shit on. You're thinking about Andy Dalton in 2012. We didn't mention Jared Goff. If it's a Jared home Goff? game, maybe on the road, Dalton wins. Nah, no, no, no. Jared Goff's better. I'm not a Jared Goff fan, but he's better than Andy Dalton. Come on. I mean, whatever, man. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. That's no, what Michael I, says. I'm not going to agree with you, but whatever. No, you should. I think Andy Dalton's at least an average NFL quarterback. <sighs> yes. Okay. No, below average. No, I think he's at least average. I used to listen to this show called Around the NFL. Shout out to those guys who they had something called the Dalton line, where it was like the Mendoza line. For baseball. Like, if you're anywhere under Andy Dalton, you suck. <laughs> but if you're, like, Andy Dalton and above, then you're serviceable. There you go. So he's average. Yeah, but he's, like, the lowest Whatever. average. He's Whatever. Like, he's, like, C-. minus. Either way, I'm starting Tyler Boyd happily. When he, Yeah, when he plays and Tyler Joe Boyd. Mixon. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I wouldn't With really all that start being anyone said, else. Start Tyler Boyd. Um, John Ross had a pretty good game. Think he hit a home run? Possibly. I mean, again, in a week where you just have to take upside shots on players because you don't know who's going to play, John Ross might not be the worst option against uh, Cleveland. I just got the Breathe app that says, even a minute of breathing can help you concentrate. Start now. Imagine I just breathed for one minute on the <laughs> microphone. I might do that while you Remember guys to breathe. Break down the Saints' pants. The pants. irony is also that you just broke your concentration from this podcast. To read that, to tell you to concentrate. <laughs> Saints at the Panthers. <laughs> Jason just exorcists um, baby Sam's head. All right, so uh, Saints at the Panthers. This is a, another game where 
Uh, I I believe the Saints have home field advantage locked, right? I believe that's the case. No, nah, they're uh, they're twelve and three, just like the uh, Packers are diners. So if right, they right, lose right, and right. they win, so they're they're start they're playing their starters. I feel like the Packers are like the sneaky team of the year. I don't. Like, they're they the are quietest not twelve well. and three ever. They're not going to do well. Darius Smith is a really good player, man. Um, let's, so the Saints are going to play their guys. Let's Him the and the the Packers and the Seahawks are the two. Fool, fool's gold teams right now. Yeah, in my opinion. What do you think they do with Alvin Kamara? I think they play him. I think they play Kamara. I think they play Thomas. Full workloads. Drew Brees. Full workload. Yeah. They want to to get the buy, dude. True. Yeah, so yeah, I expect the them. So you start Brees, uh, you start Kamara, and you start Michael Thomas. Yeah, Drew Brees is old. Kamara. Jared Cook seems too. like he's been playing a little hurt this year. It's a team that you want to buy. So don't forget Jared Cook. Uh, Panthers. Yeah, Cook has been a stud. Christian McCaffrey is like I think twenty eight points away from the best fantasy season of all time. They said they want to, they want McCaffrey to like break records or something. So expect him to get the ball like thirty times. Fantastic. Per usual. I just clicked on something and a State Farm commercial popped up. That's what that was. Uh, Aaron Rodgers discount double check. Yeah, maybe uh, DJ Moore out of this game by the way. Rodgers. Rolled out. So Shaq Thompson. So that's oh even. Shaq Thompson. Well, Shaq Thompson, oh, that's, no. that's big for the Saints. I mean, whatever, man. It's Shaq it Thompson. is. What do you mean, whatever? It's a good player. I mean, but you're gonna you're gonna change your rankings because Shaq Thompson is out. No, but it's All worth right, noting. It's really not it's worth the two seconds of your life. Disagree. You just wasted like ten seconds because we're discussing Shaq Thompson now. Two life points for you. <laughs> Only Michael gets that. Um. Yeah. Any other Panthers you want to play? In Will this game? Greer was an absolute mess. Yeah. Last week, so I do not want to trust. No, any they're Panthers gonna get blown out. I think. McCaffrey. If they, if they even allow a Saints money line, it's a pretty Latavius pretty Murray, good bet. we hate Latavius Murray. He might even have decent flex appeal because they might go up 30 points and then he just rushes 15 times. I agree. I agree. I think I would play Latavius Murray and then wait till the second half and watch him do work. Um, Falcons, Buccaneers. Again, both these teams not playing for anything except pride, but um, I think they will. These this are, will be a good day. Yeah, this is, this is two teams that hate each other, division rivals. I don't think there's any reason. The Buccaneers would love to finish at, at 500 in Bruce Arians' first season. The Falcons, 6-10, and 10, looks a lot worse than 7-9 and nine does. So both of them playing for something. Um, I like all the usual suspects in these games. I, that includes Justin Watson um, and and uh, Perriman from the wide receivers for the Bucks. I like Ronald Jones. I like how much he got used last week. And for the Falcons, too, I like everyone that's going to play. This is Jameis' last chance to make that money, too. It is. Falcon, yeah, I, th- I think this is going to be one where play all the players that you usually would play in these games. And it's good matchups for everyone all around. I mean, Jameis Winston last week did show that he's not completely immune to lesser games with Evans and Godwin out. Clearly, there was like a bit of an impact. Those are two of the best wide receivers in the game, so it makes sense. But, I mean, Perriman stepped up, so I love me some Brashad Perriman this I, week. I also think that Bruce Arian showed you that he's not immune to on days where Jameis throws four, four picks, he'll still throw it down the field. Also, talking about Jameis Winston making himself money, what about Brashad Perriman? Yeah, him too. He's going to make himself some money. He was considered a bust before this year. He'll be a, He's probably going to be a cheap guy that teams go after to be a field stretcher. He was supposed to sign with another team, I can't remember. Oh, the Browns. He had a deal in place to sign with the Browns, and then the Browns brought in OBJ, and he's like, no. Yeah. I'm leaving. And he went over to Tampa Bay. All right, we'll see. Maybe he, I mean, he has the draft capital, so maybe maybe, maybe he's another Terrell Pryor where it's a flash in a pan type thing. Um, anyone in the Falcons you want to highlight? I think it's the, you know, play everyone Julio, in good matchups. Julio and Hooper now with Ridley out. You got to play those guys. 
Tough matchup for Freeman. I don't love Freeman by any means in this game. I think I like so, Freeman. Freeman, because no. he's going to catch the ball to the backfield. They went back to him. I think he'll get like six, seven receptions. But Freeman has game. not had any success really at all against mid to higher level running defenses. So I think he has a pretty low ceiling in this game. I agree with you, but just another, just to counterpoint again, like I do think that he wasn't involved in the passing offense like he had been Last week, Devontae Freeman had 10 targets. Yeah. Like he – this is a whole new thing. Like he doesn't – that's his career – that's his season high in targets, right? If you look at his end of season numbers, he really didn't have that bad of a year. No, nah, he did. He really stepped it up once he got healthy. That's always been the problem with Devonta Freeman. Can you stay healthy? Um, Colts at Jaguars is the next matchup. The Jaguars, again, another team that looks like they've packed it in. The Colts also packing it in. But these two teams should play and play hard against one another. I really like Marlon Mack in a matchup against the Jaguars where the Jaguars' run defense has been literally fantasy gold. Betting against the Jaguars' run defense has done very well for me this year. Um, Marlon Mack, you saw Naheem, uh, not Naheem Hines. Um, Jordan Wilkins. Jordan Wilkins. And remember on the on the live stream, Jason, I mentioned that Marlon Mack was my second-ranked running back, and you were like, yo, you're crazy. Ended up I was crazy, but I foresaw Marlon Mack getting 75% of the work that him and Wilkins ended up sharing last week. And had that been the case, Marlon Mack would have been the number two overall running back. Yeah, he still put up 17 half PBR. I mean, he still did well. He just wasn't number two overall. What else is new? He had a good game against a bad team. And he'll do it again this week. And he'll score another touchdown. Bum-ass Marlon Mack. Um, Jag, I mean, T.Y. Hilton. Zach Pascal. You're starting Jack Doyle. He's a good play. To Jiminy, a cricket Hilton has just been... To Jiminy has not been good. Super inconsistent. I mean, this is what happens when you deal with injuries all the time. And at this point, T.Y. is going to be someone I'm just completely avoiding yep. going forward. I took a like, chance Even on... if he's going in like the sixth, seventh round yeah. and is clearly a complete steal, he's probably just going to be someone I'm just avoiding going forward because I don't want to have to deal with the headache that is T.Y. Hilton's injury. Yeah. I took a T.Y. Hilton flyer in the fifth round this year, and I thought I had a steal. I did not. Um... The Jaguars. The Yogs. The Jaguars are they're out of it too, but they're probably just gonna play their guys because why not? Um DJ but then again, Chark. like Leonard Fournette is someone who is always hurt. So him having a completely healthy season is amazing for Jacksonville. Shout out to Leonard so, Fournette. Nose took a chance drafting Leonard Fournette. Jason was actually on the Leonard Fournette bandwagon earlier this year. He ended up being a fantasy stud even with no touchdowns. Like he almost had no touchdowns. What do you have? Three touchdowns. Wait, I wouldn't say he was a stud, but he was he was a good pick at his late second, early third round ADP. Look, if he was he if he scored ten touchdowns this year, that's a stud. Yeah, but he didn't. So that's why it was. But he had fantasy stud numbers. Half PPR is the lowest score this season was eight. That's a great third round pick. Yeah. Yeah. So you're very happy about it. That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't consider him a stud. No, he put up stud numbers. Like I'm saying, but like I'm saying, finally a fully healthy season. So I would not be shocked if they give Raquel Armstead half or more of the workload. But so these are things that you have to think about. But then maybe he does get twenty five touches. So it's it's really tough to trust these guys in week seventeen. And this is why you He also don't didn't play practice yesterday with the neck injury. In but they don't 17. seem to be concerned. Hmm. I, honestly we don't know. We'd love to tell you, but we don't know. Yeah, uh Chark, Westbrook, and Conley just out of nowhere all the wide receivers kind of suck because Gardner Minshew and Ever since Nick Foles took over, that offense has just kind of stalled out completely, even with Minshew returning. So it's tough to trust any of those guys. Chark is the only one I would be willing to trust because he's shown massive potential uh, multiple times this year. But Didi seems like that 
seemed like that's over. Conley, too, is just very hit or miss. you got to hope he catches a long ball. So I wouldn't want to trust those guys. Giants hosting the Eagles. The Eagles in a win and you're in game. Um, again, these two teams are going to be playing at each other and playing hard. The Eagles need yeah, to win. This is a game where you want fantasy players because they're yes. bad defenses. The Eagles win and they're in. The Giants are really want to play spoiler here. And I don't see why they can't, honestly. If Daniel Jones plays like he has in Saquon Barkley the last two weeks, the real Saquon Barkley has returned, ladies oh and gents. Oh, my God. Right on time. You know, I scored I scored the most points in my fantasy league week 15 and 16, and I lost week 14 <laughs> in my home league. But, yeah. So oh! Saquon Barkley is a tremendous play. Daniel Jones has some streaming potential against Philly and what could end up being like a 30-27 to 27 game, in my opinion. Uh, Shepard, Tate, and Slayton. Uh, Slayton was a huge miss last week. That came out of nowhere. The just complete dud from Darius doesn't Slayton. Scare, doesn't scare me away in a match but, against the Eagles. Yeah, I'd still put him out there as a wide receiver three this week. I like Shepard the best of the bunch, though. Tate is more hit or miss. And then the Eagles, Jordan Howard is expected to return, both the way Miles Sanders has been going the last couple weeks. Sanders is probably going to get most of the work, so I'm still happily putting him out there as an RB2. Howard is a very desperate flex play coming back from weeks of injury. I don't know how much I'd want to trust him. You want to talk about a boom play next year? Miles Sanders, I think, has the ability to... His ADP is going to be very high. I don't think... It'll be in the third round or so, I think. It'll be too high for my taste. You think so? From now, I'd say so. I would say third, third, People like to remember the last few weeks of the year, and Miles Sanders' coming out party has been the last two weeks. So I think it it might end up really boosting his draft stock. I could see him being a first-round pick by this time next year. If Zach Ertz doesn't play... Dallas Goddard against the Giants could win you championships if you need a tight end. Is Zach Ertz not playing? Zach Ertz hasn't practiced all week. He returned mm-hmm. today in a limited capacity, but Dallas Goddard could be huge if uh, Zach Ertz has to miss the game because they're Thanks. a tight end-driven team passing, uh, and they need to win the game. So Dallas Goddard could be huge. And then Greg Ward has been solid, so I think he has some flex appeal as well with all the res- receivers still out. I'm checking the Eagles' depth chart right now. Do they, do they still have... Um the, the tight end that's always their backup tight Selleck? end. Selleck? Selleck, Brett Selleck? No, they don't. They don't. Because if if Ertz misses, Josh Perkins yeah. is next. And Richard Perkins Rogers. Richard Rogers has had some success. Josh Perkins is the uh, is the main guy. The main backup. Maybe he's a play. They're going two tight ends no matter what. Risky, Tim. Risky. Risky, but hey, they're throwing a Greg Ward otherwise. And Greg Ward has been decent. Still. Yeah. Throwing a Greg Ward otherwise. Well, that's what I'm saying. The Giants might very well play spoiler this week. Um, let's go over to the Giants side. Daniel Jones had a f- fucking ridiculous game. Michael, shout out to you who who called that on the the, the previous. No, Jason, I'm sorry. Jason who called that on the Sunday live stream. He was telling people left and right to play Daniel Jones. And I was like, Jason, you sure you want to tell people in week 16 to play Daniel Jones? And he was like, yep, I'm sure. There's yeah. one person who thanked us like four times for saying that. He, we won him his league. You're he was awesome. going to start... Who's going to start Jacoby Brissett? Or Baker. Or Baker Mayfield. Yuck. And he decided to do Daniel Jones because of, yeah. of your advice, and he won his league because of that. Booyah. Booyah, booyah. <laughs> booyah, wah, 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 wah. Good play uh, again this week. Yeah. With the rest of the – the rest. Of the, have we talked about the Eagles wide receivers yet? No. Greg Ward. We mentioned Greg Ward, playable. Arthega Whiteside? No. Not, no, no, no. Let's not go, let's not go overboard. Um, I'm trying. Next on the docket is the Cardinals at the Rams. Another game where 
I don't know how many Rams are going to play. That whole that whole team is basically locked up for the long term, the important pieces. So this is a team that's playing for next year at this point. Um, so I don't know how much everyone's going to play. I'd be really scared to start Rams despite the fact the Cardinals. Um, yeah, the Cardinals are a bad defense, but, you know, the Cardinals, I, I want to start my Cardinals. Jalen Ramsey is already out. I yeah. think that the Cardinals are a good play in this game. The yeah. Rams, not so much. The Rams, I don't know. I just don't know. I think Kenyon Drake's going to feast again. Yeah. I liked him last week. Did you see Kenyon Drake's, uh, how he celebrated last week after he scored a touchdown? He was opening a bank vault and stealing all the money. He's like, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what you're doing right now. Nice. Shout out Kenyon Drake. Yeah, shout out Kenyon Drake, who has been shit on constantly throughout his career. It's good to see him. His talent finally shine through. Yeah, I've been a big Kenyon Drake guy. All of us drafted Kenyon Drake in FFPC. Not FFPC, in uh, Scott Fishbowl this year. And um, you that, keep saying that all of us drafted Tyreek Hill, not Kenyon Drake. Are you sure? Yes. No, I didn't draft we sent Kenyon two Drake. tweets. Oh, me and Jason did. <laughs> all right. Um, over to the next game, Steelers at the Ravens. The Ravens are not playing anyone. No one. RG three is going to start. Start an RG three. Um, Listen, it's a guy with running potential nah. that's going to play a whole game. Nah, nah, no. The Steelers don't have a chance, right? This, or they, they still have an outside chance. All they got to do is win and Titans lose. I, holy moly, I have not wanted a team to make the playoffs less than the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are going to win this game. Their offense is a complete joke. I would not be surprised if they lose just because their offense is that ridiculously bad. No, nah, they're still going to It's one game. of the worst offenses of all time. Like, uh, they're switching between backup quarterbacks and then they're getting hurt and switching again between backup quarterbacks. It's a complete mess. They're a joke. The Steelers are closer to the worst team in the league than the best team in the league. I don't know. Their defense Absolutely. is really good. Yeah. That's the only reason why they're still in this position. But I want the Titans to win so bad. I mean, because that, that's an actual good team. Who would you play in this game on the Steelers? Because how can you? You're no RG three, no Steelers, not even John Connor. I mean, James Connor. James if Connor? he plays, like, what's his injury status yeah, now? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, Elise guy, last week. stay healthy. Yeah, dude. For once in your life, another guy. I, mean, I might stop just, scolding a guy for being. No, another guy mind. I might just never draft again. Because what's the point of even having that headache, man? Michael. Yeah, that's true. Michael's like, yo, I played on a broken ankle. I played on a bad ankle all season. Step your game up, all right? All right? You know, there's a chance that the playoff team, since we're talking about the Steelers and Titans right now, there's a chance that the playoff team ends up being 8-8. Eight and eight. And if the Jets win, they're going to be 7-9. and nine. Only one more win. They could have maybe snuck into the playoffs. <laughs> they just won that damn first game against Buffalo. Or any of the other games, like Kansas, like Cincinnati, Miami, when they were down. Drats. Drats. Um... Texans at the Titans. This is going to be a schlabanaka bond brala. But the Titans are probably going to win this game because the Texans What's are probably not going to play their guys. The Texans? The Texans said they're going to play their guys, but you never know with Bill O'Brien. They're locked into their spot. There's nowhere for them to go. There's nowhere for them to go. I just realized that there's no way for them to go. They yet. can't and move anywhere. So Will Fuller clearly isn't going to play, and Deshaun Watson is a lot worse when Will Fuller isn't on the field. I don't think I've ever seen such a drastic performance difference. From a wide receiver two before in my life. Like a clear wide receiver two. Because DeAndre Hopkins is obviously the wide receiver one. I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback go from so ridiculously good to so mediocre because of a loss of a secondary option. It's crazy. Will Fuller makes that offense operate. Without Will Fuller, their offense is trash. Like They don't have the downfield threat. Kenny Stills has been whatever. Uh, Kiki Cutie has been a joke. Just their... Their offense just is completely different without Will Fuller on the field. So I wouldn't be surprised if they just said everyone, now that I see that, yeah, there's just no implications at all for them. What's the point? 
Right. They'll probably start with the starters, and then eventually they'll take them out as the game goes on. Yeah. Um. Let's go over. Good. Good for the oh, Titans. Yeah. Great for the Titans. Because I want the Titans start to start your the Titans. Playoffs. Keep throwing out Ryan Tannehill, baby. Yep. I don't know why he's still being ranked like low. He's Shoot not. Low value king. Is. Who is? Who's ranking him low? I mean, he's still ranked as like the ninth QB. I mean, if you don't have him top five at this point. Top five. Top five. Top five. For real, um, A.J. Brown, too. I mean, the guy's a superstar. Yeah. Michael has been calling him a superstar for four weeks now. A.J. Brown's a monster, yo. Dude is crazy. Michael's nickname Dude. for him is superstar. Since we're talking about crazy rankings, hold on. Hold on. Hold the phone. I'm going to the next game because Broncos, Raiders. I know it's week 17 and like, I don't know. The Raiders can kind of still make it. If Dude. Both. Corlin Sutton was like the fifth ranked wide receiver. The first thing I did was click on Corlin Sutton and move him down to 22. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm with Jason. That absolutely blew my mind. Literally the seventh ranked receiver, expert consensus ranking. What? I mean, it, it makes kind of sense. It doesn't at all. It's a, it's, it's his last two it's weeks. It's strange. His last three weeks, no touchdowns, two games under 45 yards. Yeah, and, and this is when you put him at seven. And this is Drew Lock too. And the Raiders have a chance to actually make the playoffs, so they'll want to win. I like Philip Lindsay in this game. Weird. I really like Philip Lindsay in this game. I agree. It's a good matchup for Lindsay. Um, who else? DeAndre Washington. If Josh Jacobs is out, you got to start him again. Facts. He's the clear lead guy, and he played well last week. He helped win some titles for anyone who started DeAndre Washington. So, shout out to him. And uh, Darren Waller, of course. You gotta play, but Tyrell Williams finally caught a touchdown again last week. But I don't, I don't really want to trust those options. So Derek Carr too. I don't think. I think it's been the entire season. I don't think he's thrown for over three hundred yards once, which is just in this day and age. Like, yo, come on, you can't have one three hundred yard passing game. <laughs> uh, Redskins at the Cowboys. The Cowboys in a must win spot here. Um, usually, the Cowboys like to shit the bed in these spots. But I think the Redskins are so bad that the Cowboys are going to do well. See, this I'm just not super intrigued by. Because, look, we have been, we've been we discussed this multiple times. The Redskins' defense actually is not bad. Yeah. Because their offense has been holding them back all year. And now Dwayne Haskins is actually playing better. Shout out to Dwayne Haskins. He's really played a lot better the last few weeks after being ridiculously atrocious his first couple weeks as a starting quarterback. Terry McLaurin is a monster already. But, dude, Amari Cooper... Anyone who still thinks Amari Cooper is elite needs to, like, leave. Because <laughs> how how many times did this guy have to be a straight-up bum? He went uh, against Philadelphia last week, four receptions and 24 yards. That's a gross game. On 12 targets. That's a boom. That's if a boom you are an elite wide receiver, you don't do that against mediocre to below-average defenses if you get 12 targets. That's just absurd. Like, this is the back-to-back weeks where he had less than five points. He's he's just being Amari. He's being the Amari Cooper that he has been his entire career. Just super hit or miss, super inconsistent, and that's who Amari Cooper is. Amari Cooper is basically the Marlon Mack of wide receivers. <laughs> Overrated, beats bad teams, sucks against good teams. That's it. And now he gets lined up against Quentin Dunbar, who's who been the best. When Devontae in the Adams was the number one overall wide receiver a couple weeks back, I said, "Hold your horses a little bit." People are just completely disregarding that Dunbar has been great. And now Amari Cooper gets that matchup. And Amari Cooper just gets shut down by good opposing quarterbacks. I think we're the Excuse only me, show that I've... And I listen to a lot of shows. I listen to a lot of, like, um, fantasy stuff, but also a lot of regular stuff. Like, I love it. I just love the content. We're the only podcast that has mentioned Quentin Dunbar's name. 
Yeah. Outside of Washington. Like, no one knows. And, you know, someone's... This guy's been shutting down number one receivers all year, and no one knows. Someone's going to overpay Amari Cooper this offseason. I just really hope it's not the Jets. Because the Jets need a wide receiver. And I do not want Amari Cooper to be that guy. Oh, boy. Jay, I don't want... That's, that would be such a Jets move. I mean... It'd be a little exciting. I'm not <laughs> because <laughs> we do need a receiver. Him but. and Robbie and Crowder. Well, there's no. Michael's way got a little. There's boner. no way we have Cooper and Robbie. Yeah. One of them. If we're getting Cooper, we're not. I don't think Robbie's Robbie. gonna get too much money this offseason. Honestly, I'd rather have Robbie at half the price. I don't know. Robbie is like the Will Fuller of the team, man. I agree. Nobody, Mason. no team is gonna complain about having a deep threat like Robbie Anderson. I agree. But I, I don't think they're going to pay up for I it. Think you might be in, I think you might have a higher demand than you think. Oh, we'll see. I hope the Jets keep them. Um, the Niners and the Seahawks, the last game. Um, talk about playoff implica- implication. The Niners playing for home field advantage. The Seahawks playing for nothing, really. I mean, they could still kind of outsidely win the division, but they'd be third then, not no. They could have a chance at a bye, too. They, they need wins and losses to happen, so they're good to play all their guys. Yeah, so it's a complicated situation, which leads me to my next point. Marshawn Lynch, playable, RB2. I don't know, man. They already said he's not going to be, like, the main guy. Psych! But, yeah, I, I don't buy it. Play beast mode. What's, his, what's the Play dude's name? Play beast mode. The Homer, I think, the, the rookie running back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they also signed Turbin again. You guys see Robert Turbin? He's an animal. Yeah, he's saying next to DK Mack. He's like yeah. DK Mack. Yeah. <laughs> He, he, honestly, though, Robert DK Turbin Mac, had a couple. DK Metcalf makes people look like times. children. But yeah, Travis Homer has eight rushes on the season. So honestly, I, I wouldn't be shocked if uh, if it's um, beast mode on the goal line. Beast mode. Beast mode on the goal know, line. Carroll said they're gonna lean on Travis Homer. Lean on you, literally. My balls. That that you know what? Now I believe in Marshawn Lynch. That's what I was gonna that's say. Carroll said. Pete Carroll right? hasn't <laughs> told the truth in twelve years. Yeah. Right. Jeez, <laughs> for all we know, fucking Sidney Rice is gonna come out too and be the lead running back or something. Just what? <laughs> what? Sidney Rice. Sidney Rice. Jesus, where does that even? Former come wide receiver from? is gonna be a starting running back. That's how much Pete Carroll lies. Former wide receiver like ten years ago. Yeah. Right, Sidney. I Rice? like Sidney Rice, man. He had potential. He had a couple good seasons with for the Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, and then he and signed then with Seattle, Seattle and all yeah. went to shit. Um, 49ers. Another team playing for a bye week. Yeah. Dude, man, dude, man, it just—it's so upsetting to me oh, because dude, I was a—I was a huge fan <laughs> of the 49ers, and now I just—I can't buy into them anymore. Why? Because their defense is done. They got mad injuries. I, exactly. They'll be back. I don't know, man. The injuries—they're—they're they're a completely different defensive unit now. This is why they need. That's why they were the so good. Week. Their defensive unit, their running game, and now Jimmy Garoppolo is solid, but he's not the guy to be the lead your offense he needs that tremendous defense that they were in the beginning of the year and now they're just giving up points up the gazoo and i just i can't buy into the san francisco 49ers as a super bowl winning team anymore i don't know i think the bye week will do them really good and they'll be back to their normal form but i think that i think that in the nfc the saints are going to represent the nfc next next week we'll do our our super bowl oh antonio brown we didn't talk about did we meeting Uh, with uh meeting with the saints the NFL has already told all the teams that he's going to be put on the commissioner's exempt list when he comes back. So I don't think there's much to say. Um, Niners play your Niners. What about the wide receivers? Uh, Debo Samuel is my preferred option, but Emmanuel Sanders. There's a risk, of course, with these guys. George Kittle is the main attraction here, yeah. as always. 
they're, they're hit or miss the wide receivers, but Debo Samuel has been more hit than Emmanuel Sanders, which is why I lean towards him. Raheem Mostert is going to be great. Um, that Seattle defense is not good. Russell Wilson, um, yet another up and down fantasy season where he finished outside of quarterback one. Um, no, I think he's going to end as a top twelve QB. I don't think just so. because think, of the boom I think he, he had. I think he ended at QB thirteen. Interesting. But I mean, that's that's what happens in a Brian Schottenheimer offense. Brian Schottenheimer's wasting one of the best QBs of our generation. Ah, he's wasting in terms of fantasy, but I think they're getting the most out of him in terms of like. I entirely disagree. The Seahawks uh, are a mirage. But yeah, but they're as a mirage they've shown the last for a two reason, weeks. though, because they're winning games. Nah, they're not going. They're they're going to be a joke in the playoffs. <laughs> Michael has not liked the Seahawks from the very beginning. Yeah, you ironically have a Seahawks on the right in front of you. I do. <laughs> wasting away Russell Wilson. Um. Yeah, that's it. Yo, listen, guys, it's week 17, so a lot of this is unpredictable. We don't want to, like, hit your wagons on certain people because it's just not – you don't know. Some teams might just give up halfway through. Do you know what I'm saying? So um, that's week 17. Don't remember. We're a year-round – don't remember. Don't forget. We're a year-round podcast. Um, please remember to subscribe to us if you haven't. Leave us a nice note. And just as a reminder, we are having a contest. The contest is hashtag trust screenshot of your championship team at Brodo Fantasy. Send that to us and we will be automatically put into a raffle to Let's win a Let's also not be um, discriminatory against champions. Willis uh, McGahee jersey. If you want the jersey and you did well this season but didn't win a championship, send a screenshot of your best team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Send a screenshot of like maybe if you finish in first place even though you like a screenshot of that. Third place, whatever. Third place finish. Yeah, somewhere where you finished nice. Somewhere where you where you were on the podium. So hashtag in Brodo we trust hashtag at Brodo Fantasy and uh, yeah we're honestly we're gonna you're helping us because we're gonna use those and we're gonna you know try and make a little campaign with some screenshots involved so we want your screenshots to be part of that campaign your 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 Twitter will be there maybe someone's be like oh look at that guy I should follow that guy he's a cool guy cool guy Michael where can they find you if they want to follow you cool guy Mike underscore Patrap. Here's a here's a um, hitch that I'm gonna add to our giveaway right now. Yeah. Um, as a thank you to our patrons, you get one free entry, and then with every picture you give in, you get one extra entry. So every one picture is two entries, and if you want uh, an extra entry as well, you can join the Patreon before you send the picture, and then there you go. I wish you would have said that like in the beginning. Just it's an hour and seventeen it in. Statistically. Three-fourths of our audience are not listening anymore. Join the Patreon and get <laughs> three free entries. What? If you join the Patreon, you get three free <laughs> no, entries. No, 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 no. I don't like that because that's like that's like new guys. No, yeah. we want to we keep the old guys like in there. But now, one like, entry like per deals, Patreon, you know? one entry per Patreon person. <laughs> so everyone right now on the Patreon, you're entered to win. Yes. If you want to enter twice, put up a picture of your, of your championships. If you're in the Patreon, you've already answered, and you want three entries, go do it again. Hashtag in Broadway Trust at Broadway Fantasy. Got it? You could win Willis McGahee, signed jersey, to your house, right to your door. Put that up, especially if you're like a Willis McGahee, he won you a championship. Authenticated, so you know it's real. So you know it's real. Jason, where can they find you? At Jason Petrop. At Brodo Fantasy on all social media outlets. At Tim Petrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. We might have uh, some Twitter surprise for you guys. We're actually going to talk about it right after the show. So... Maybe we will. Fun. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Off-season planning begins now. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Feliz Navidad. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. And uh, warm wishes to everyone. Good luck if you're in week 17 and we leave you with this. 
Stop playing in week 17. Later. Later. Later.